Hey, my name is Sambal Siddiqui. And I'm Alana Mellon, and this is our weekly podcast, Women Are Here. So we are here. We are totally here. And uh, we have a new show for you. Oh, yeah, a new television show. So I get a text from Alana. At probably it's, at four uh, in the morning. Like really late. <laughs> and I'm like in my bed, you know, crying. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> I wish I was. Uh, and uh, your text is like tears, like that just little like emoji. Just like a little sad face. A sad face. And you, you're watching this new show called Modern Love on Amazon Prime. It was, and I watched the first two episodes and I was crying on my couch. Uh, They're so good. And you know, I don't love stories about love. I know you don't. So, but no, they're, they're based on true stories that I guess were published in the New York Times. And I, do you listen to the Modern Love podcast? No, I don't. So I do. And so for me, when you, after you told me, I was like, oh my God, I got on it. And like literally I've now basically finished the whole whole thing. It's only, it's only eight episodes. I know. And they're short too. They're 30 minutes. Oh my gosh. The one where um the guy who starts the dating app has the yes. like love story i just i sobbing. i i just i loved it i was just yeah i was it was amazing just life affirming honestly but uh, you got everyone has to watch it uh watch there you could don't have you can just tune in at a random point you know go to episode yeah, four they're, they're just eat each episode is a different love story yeah and some episodes i think because i finished um number two is definitely one of my favorites i would say number one and two so far are my favorites i skipped the third one the uh what's that anne hathaway oh oh my god ditto i did too i was like nah nah i was not interested um but the next one was good the tina fey one mm-hmm. okay i skipped that actually I, I guess i'm lying to everyone i didn't finish she's like i watched the first two and then okay. <laughs> so good watch two. it everyone and then the last one and the one before <laughs> <laughs> anyway amazon prime modern uh, love please please watch okay so we have a couple of things to talk to you guys about tonight because guess what the elections are 12 days away 12 well, I mean, actually 11 and a half at this point. <laughs> yeah. Who's counting? If we want to be specific. <laughs> but if you are just kind of tuning in now to the election and wondering who all these people are and what they're about. Um, <laughs> then you can go to two forums. <laughs> I was going to say, like, don't worry. We're your number one votes. <laughs> just No, but there are there are some great candidates and you should check them all out. And there's a couple of forums. One, tonight, Thursday night, uh, the, October 24th, the Cambridge put... Cambridgeport Neighborhood Association Forum is tonight at 6.30, and that's at the LG... <laughs> LBJ. LBJ Apartments at 150 Erie Street. Um, and then next week... On next, Tuesday. On Tuesday night at the CEOC uh, Forum, which is the Cambridge Economic Opportunity Commission, which is always a good one. Uh, it's a great forum. That's next week at 6 p.m. at the Cambridge Senior Center on Massachusetts Avenue across from City Hall. So check one of those out. I think those are the only two forums left. Yeah, and then there's a f- bunch of school committee ones coming up. Yeah. Uh, and so people should go to both. And at the the one tonight, it's going to also be school committee candidates. So it's going to be the first city council candidates speaking for three minutes each and then uh, school committee. So uh, it'll go probably between 7 to 9 p.m. I'm sorry to miss it. I have a house party tonight, and hopefully, <laughs> I had a house party on Sunday, where in the middle of me talking, I just like just just that was me last. It was night. like a robot. Yeah. It's like I just ro- stopped talking. People are like, are you alive? Are you are you, are you still talking? No, it's it's really hard to come up with that many words this late in the. It's draining. Yeah, yeah. We're almost it's eleven and a half days. Eleven so. and a half. <laughs> Yeah. All right, everybody. So check those out. And then if you can't get to either of those, because it's hard to get, I know, for so many people, six o'clock uh, on a weeknight, it's just impossible. Some of them have been televised and you can go to CCTV 
Um, they have a lot of them, like the Porter Square Neighborhood Association one. Um, oh, yeah, that one and then the, the a Better Cambridge one. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of them. So yeah. just go check them out um, and it will give you a good flavor of who everybody is. But yeah. Alana and Sumble number one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right. So I just had a quick like news thing this morning. I just saw that um, in New York City, they just posted a, a mm-hmm. new picture of what their suffrage um, commemoration statue is going to look like in Central Park. And for those of you who have been longtime listeners, um, Sumble and I went to New York City about a year ago. Oh, wow. Yeah, it just came up in my Facebook memories. It was like last week was a year um, we traveled to New York City to meet with the folks who were responsible for the suffrage commemoration statue um, because we were really interested in putting one together here for Cambridge as well. It's next year, 2020, is going to be the 100th anniversary of the 19th Amendment. And when we were in New York meeting with several people, um, the sort of the overwhelming feeling was it was two white women that were going to be depicted, um, Susan B. Anthony and... Oh, why am I re- the, um, not forgetting? I'm blanking to Susan B. Anthony and uh, the... Uh, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> we're the worst. It's because the election's so soon. No, but I always forget the second one. I know, I do too. Anyway, Susan B. Anthony and other white lady. <laughs> um, and that there was not really a depiction of an Black African-American women. suffragist. Um, and so I just did see this morning that they've released a new maquette, which is a, a scale model of what the statue is going to look like. And they have added So You Know Truth, which is really exciting because I think a lot of people, including Sumble and myself and the other women on the committee, were um, looking at that process as uh, making sure that we did not go down that route so that we weren't didn't get to a process or an end um, of a public art piece, which we have been working on for the last year with the um, Public Art Commission and a, a committee. What's what's the name? Is it Stanton? Elizabeth Cady Stanton. Yes. yes that's the other yes, one. Yes. So now it will be those two women, um, Susan B. Anthony, Elizabeth Cady Stanton, and So You're No Truth. So um, I think it was just interesting to see that come up a year later. Uh, it's taken that long for them to kind of re-look at their process and, and get another public art piece. But So I'm really looking forward to what the city is going to be. I'm putting forward for Cambridge. Absolutely. I'm super excited. Super excited. So you, yeah, you're up on Twitter. You love Twitter. I do. Tweeting. I was like, oh, every morning I love waking up and I'm like, oh, Alana's tweeted a ton. (laughs) (laughs) I love following it. Too much coffee. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, we had a Monday night meeting and it was the shortest meeting of our, I think, ever. Right? Uh, Possibly. Possibly. It ended at seven. Seven. Uh, My family was very surprised when I walked in the door. Caught very unawares. <laughs> They're like, "What are you? Doing what are you doing home? here? <laughs> what are you? <laughs> we have fun on Monday nights <laughs> <laughs> when you're not home." Uh, so yeah, we had a few things on uh, for Monday night. I had uh, we on the city manager's agenda. We were able to approve some of the uh, funding allocations and recommendations coming from the tenant displacement task force, which uh, effectively double the the funding uh, to legal aid that our providers are getting. Uh, it will also provide funding for uh, a program, a lawyer for the day program that DeNovo had only one-time funding for. Uh, so that is able to continue. And we'll be providing funding to our Alliance of Tenants Act, who've done amazing work in the last 25 years and are really our only tenant uh, rights uh, organizing group in, in the city. And so uh, making sure that they feel supportive. And so this is just some some a taste of what to come. But I wanted to put this 
uh, out now uh, and get those allocations voted on so that these organizations could get the money now. Well, get the money now and get the staffing out there. Absolutely. I think one of the things that came up on Monday night was um, <clears throat> having a legal, a legal staff right on site at um, Housing Court in Medford on Fridays will actually help decrease the amount of evictions because 90% of uh, landlords show up with an attorney and only 10% of um, tenants show up with an attorney and the rates of evictions go from 90% uh, right. eviction rate to 50% with legal representation. So it's critical to get those those legal uh, boots on the ground uh, for our residents because it's so much easier to keep somebody in their apartment than trying to find another one. I mean, I'm working with a couple families right now and it's like a 24-hour-a-day job. Oh, yeah. Um, trying to, I, I met with this woman yesterday and I, I literally think all what she does every day, all day, is try to access housing. And it's really upsetting. Um, so it's just so much easier to keep people right where they are and keep that housing stability in place. So thank you for that. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited for more to come. One of the other, one of the things I want to ask you about was you said that um, ACT is one of the only tenant organizing um, groups in the city. And as part of your tenant displacement task force, were you working with a, were you looking to bring in another group? Was it? Well, I think what we've realized is, you know, we have CEOC who has some tenant yeah. organizing capacity, but it's so underfunded. And so figuring out how we can <laughs> build. Know. I'm like, I know all five people exactly. that work Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, whether it's a partnership through City Life, uh, I know some organizations. Is that Vita Urbana? Vita Urbana. Okay. Um, but really, like, figuring out how we can fund tenant organizing, I think, there's some <laughs> legal issues <laughs> that we've run across that uh, the state aid issue, yeah, the the anti aid amendment and yeah. so forth. But that's we're, the thing. <laughs> that's, that's the thing. The one. <laughs> that's the one. Memorized it. Uh, but we're we're thinking about ways to strengthen uh, these organizations. But this this um this two thousand dollars that ACT will get, um, you know, they haven't received funding from the city before, uh, and so they'll be doing some tenant education and other things. So we're trying to build some partnerships. I did see that New York City has a um, a new campaign, a new marketing campaign mm -hmm. around, they have new tenant rights. Um, <clears throat> tenant rights are going into effect, I think, in July. And so they're doing this whole like marketing campaign around the, on the subway. Yeah. They're very effective. I do wonder if we should think about like some kind of marketing campaign, even around like, you know, you can call our inspectional services department. Right. I, I think a lot of tenants don't know that. Don't know that. Um, yeah, that came up a lot in our conversations in the task force. How do we? <laughs> there's so many things that can protect you, right? And uh, there's this there's uh, resource uh, there's knowledge gap, and so well, it's almost like a knowledge wall, right? Right, and so we're actually we have a new city managers liaison, Maura Pensek, yeah. who was a member of the task force. So we are we've uh, she's been. She reviewed our report and has we've we've been working on getting s some of those recommendations tailored to what you just said, uh, and so the report's taking a little bit longer than I would have liked, but I want to be thoughtful, and so we'll, we'll have some of that this incorporated. But I think there's a lot of work to be done with outreach. Yeah, for sure. Because I feel like even two years later in this job, I keep right. covering other resources for tenants, right. and um, they just aren't yeah. always readily uh, exactly anyway okay so we monday night was very quick we didn't have a lot to talk about that was i think that was like the biggest thing 
um, that we discussed, I would say we had a couple committee hearings this week. We had two ordinance committee hearings. They both were a little uneventful. Um, the first one was to, if you want to demolish a house here in Cambridge, the Historical Commission requires a six-month demo delay um, for them to review whether or not uh, a house has landmark status or is significant. Um, and there has been a movement in the community to move that from six months to 12 months just to give everybody a little bit more time to work with developers, work with um, you know individuals who are purchasing homes to tear them down. I think there's you know some consternation among particularly one neighborhood is getting hit pretty hard with this has smaller houses and so um this was you know put forth as kind of a measure to say okay we would love to just have a little bit more breathing room and time um to work with uh you know the purchasers of the property my question were you you were there i was there i was, I was like, like were you there um you know my question kind of was okay does if we do this does it limit who gets to then actually purchase property right because if i'm a person i am a person but if i'm somebody <laughs> totally a person if you know if if i wanted to purchase a piece of land and there was a falling down house on it and it was what i could afford but i could definitely put a new one up um could i walk in the door knowing that i would have to carry that land cost for 12 months even if at the end of the day like that house was not landmarkable not significant um, structurally not sound, perhaps. Um, you know, I think the answer the, the answer to that question is no. God bless you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I think the answer to that question is no. But the the proponents um, on the other on the petitioner side were saying, you know, actually it it might actually end up limiting the developer, right, or like decrease the land cost in some way, right? Because developers right now are overbidding, over Paying more, right, yeah. you know. People like us, regular people. Oh, bless you. God, Jeez. I'm so sorry. I'm allergic <laughs> to everything today. Um, so there was some conversation about that. And so we... Um, they we, did a comparison, too, of uh, the different demolition delay ordinances that exist. And we were the... Actually, did did uh, Charlie Sullivan say that we had the first one? I think we did have wow. the first okay. one. We don't have the shortest one. Yes. Um, Boston has a three-month demolition delay. So that was that was one of the ordinance committee hearings that we had. And the other one was around the, the quad drive. <laughs> the quad drive. The, the L-wife quadrangle. Um, a, a big 12-acre parcel was purchased by Cabot, Cabot, and Forbes. And they're trying to redevelop it. And, and they want to read. They want to add some additional density and height into the zoning in the AOD, <laughs> the Alewife Overlay District. Um, district uh, in, sorry, <laughs> when you give something, you get something yeah, yeah, in exchange yeah. <laughs> for building a pedestrian bridge over the railroad tracks to the the triangle, mm -hmm. and you know which would create that that better connectivity between um, either the quadrangle and. You know, if you want to go to the red line, for example. Uh, so there was a spirited conversation uh, about that particular development and that the bridge in particular. Um, and so we ended the meeting in that the planning board was going to have another meeting about this particular development. They had asked for a lot more information and a lot more context. So that will happen There'll be a lot more meetings coming up. There will be a lot more meetings coming up. I mean, I keep the, I've been working with the the neighborhood group, and um, 
I think their concern is that this is going to happen really fast. And I was like, okay, well, Monday, <laughs> this past Monday night, Alexandria just refiled their petition. That had been refiled twice before, Yeah, right? so they, they came and did their third refiling of the petition for the Met Pipe. So these are long processes. Um, it, this, one, this one will be interesting, for sure. Yeah, and this one, I think we got an email about just this area. This is the Cabin Cabot, Fort and Forbes. Mm-hmm. This area is kind of the last... I guess what people are reviewing is like the last area in Cambridge where there's an opportunity n- to build a neighborhood. Right. 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 And we just went through the Envision Alewife mm-hmm. process and you know there was some questions I had some questions last night on like how does this fit in with what the community came together and decided that they would like to see there. Right. Like we have these plans right. and we do them we spent 3 million dollars on these plans and then there's petitions so how does that it, it, yeah, so a lot of more, more to come. There was a lot of, um, we have another meeting. Uh, we have a neighborhood planning meeting. I had a neighborhood planning meeting. Oh God, it's such a lot. There's also a health and environment meeting yesterday. Uh, and the subject uh, was the greenhouse uh, gas emissions and related goals. And I have to say, I walked away <laughs> So just a little bit confused. There's so many acronyms in in uh, climate change yeah. uh, work, uh, but I, I won't get into what was really discussed because I'm I'm still confused by it. But all that to say, this council will be voting on some new net zero goals. Goals, uh, and there's they're hard at work at uh, you know our goals are twenty to to get to net zero by twenty fifty for all buildings. It's coming right up. It's coming right up, and I think one of the things that came up was, well, what are some of the interim goals, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. and and how do we flush those out, and uh, how do we make sure the community knows about these goals? Uh, and so, well, there's a lot more. I think there's a lot more. Uh, there's gonna be some more meetings on on this issue, and later on, we'll tell you some about some of the events coming up that kind of promote net zero readiness. Cool. All right. Well, so. Um we have a Harvard Square kiosk update. So in the middle of Harvard Square, the kiosk where Out of Town News was. Um, that is going to be a programmable space at some point in the future. But um, we're just happy to report that the city is entering into an agreement with Culture House um, to activate that kiosk space as a community gathering space prior to the start of the construction and renovation of the kiosk and plaza. Um, so Culture House is actually, they're like kind of a pop-up place. Yeah, uh, nonprofit. They're very cool people. We've met with them a few times. Um, they're actually activated in a space over at Kendall as well, near um, the Biomed yeah. building. So they're in a couple of places, and um, they're definitely worth checking out. So ch- um, they are moving in um, uh, spring, summer. Spring and summer of 2020 is when the construction is anticipated to begin. So check out Culture, Culture House online or in Kendall and uh, – that's really exciting because I think there was a fear that it was just going to be empty until yep. construction and there's just so much going on Oof. or not going on in, in, in Harvard Square right now with all the construction. Yeah. So we have some ex- an exciting update on children's savings accounts, which is what we've talked about a lot. Uh, the city we've been working on for so long. So long. I, we talked about, yeah, I remember that meeting, that initial meeting we had with... Um, Ellen Semenoff, January of 2018, when yeah. we got elected. Oh, memories. Memory. And I, I, I like, stole a seltzer from her. Anyway, uh, <laughs> good memories. So we um, 
we identified a banking partner to support the financial literacy and children's savings account for kindergarten students uh, enrolled in Cambridge Public Schools. And drumroll, please. Yeah, it's going to be Cambridge East Cambridge Savings Bank. Uh, I'm so excited. That's That's my bank. I, it's such a good partnership. I'm really excited that they um, are interested in it and have been chosen. Absolutely. So the, the city is going to enter into a memorandum of understanding with the bank uh, about this partnership in the new future. And the implementation of the program will begin shortly after. I know. I'm so excited. So just as a reminder, again, for people who um, have not listen to us every single time. Um, children's savings accounts are something that uh, Sumble and I have been working on with the Federal Reserve Bank um, and city leadership. They are um, bank are bank accounts that will be open for every kindergartner in the district. Um, and children's savings accounts are the research shows that kids who have them um, are four times more likely to graduate from high school and three times more graduate likely to graduate from a post-secondary experience. So this is just one small way that the city can actually say to kids in the district, we care about you, um, we we want you to have a post-secondary experience, and we are going to financially participate in that. So um, thanks to East Cambridge Savings Bank for stepping up for this. I think they're, they're really excited about it too. Yes, yes. All right, so and then the next thing is there's a community meeting to discuss a new 100% inclusive playground on Thursday, October 24th, which is today, um, 6.30 to 8 at the Tobin School Auditorium, which is at 197 Vassal Lane. Um, The community meeting is just to discuss the Universal Playground Project, which will be the first of its kind in the city and located at Mayor Thomas Danahy Park. So definitely if you have thoughts on that, if you live in the neighborhood, Go to uh, Tobin tonight and drop by. Drop by. Drop by. Yes, an update on trees. Uh, so uh, during this was the, ex- this was an exciting update. Yeah, you liked it, right? Mm-hmm. So during the spring uh, planting season, crews have planted 416 trees around the city. And over the next two years, the forestry two depart- weeks. Sorry, over the next two weeks, <laughs> forestry department uh, crews and the city's contractor will be preparing tree pits in anticipation of the fall tree planting season. And the goal is to plant 200 new trees this fall, as well as to replace any trees that didn't survive from the spring planting season. So this will bring our 2019 plantings to over 600 trees. So great! I mean, I've really noticed the uptick in the the tree plantings on the sidewalk trees we have to tree canopy is very very important very important okay so um we are currently looking for mural artists the cambridge arts has uh put out an open call for a ninety five hundred dollar commission for artists to paint a mural on four large cylindrical storage tanks at the city's salt shed near st peter's park in north cambridge the deadline to apply is um today it's an opportunity for artists to build their mural portfolio while making Cambridge more beautiful for all of us. So the city aims to have the painting completed before winter. So that's like a fun one. I've seen yeah. that online. They've been doing a really good job getting outreach. And hopefully an awesome muralist has uh, stepped up and Absolutely. I can't wait to see that. So there's going to be a launch event for Cambridge Building, uh, for the Cambridge Building Energy Retrofit Program tomorrow uh, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the uh, 100 200 atrium at alexander's technology square which is 100 technology square and this is a partnership between the city of cambridge and eversource the uh, the cambridge building energy program will connect owners and operators of buildings over 25,000 square feet or 50 units with some energy efficiency ser- efficiency services and, and technical support uh, and so there will be a 
a little bit of a speaking program. There's going to be an open house style format where building owners and facilities managers can ask questions and sign up for the program. Cool. That was that one of the exciting mm-hmm. updates that you were referring yes, to in your yes. greenhouse gas report back. Yes. Okay. Wonderful. I can't wait to go to that. <laughs> I can't. I can't even go to it. We're going to be sleeping in, right? <clears throat> <clears throat> no. Stop telling people that. <laughs> you know. I hate you. <laughs> Um, well, okay, so tonight is one of my favorite events. Are you going? I can't because I have that, oh, that party. party. Oh. Um, so Baby U is having its 10th anniversary, and their event is tonight, October 24th, from 6 to 8 at Cambridge City Hall. Um, Baby U is an incredible, incredible program um, based on the Harlem Children's Zone, Children's Zone model. Um, Mayor Ken Reeves, back in the day, 10 years ago, said, we need this, and it's um, it connects expectant families um, to resources that exist in the city to make sure that we've got our arms wrapped around those families. And I do know several people that have gone through this, several families that have gone through this program, and it's been really impactful for their lives. It's an amazing program. I went to some of the graduations. Oh, my God. If you just want to cry. like You you just want to look at these babies and have a baby. Like That was me. I was like, oh, okay, I guess. (laughs) It's such a great program, and everyone's like, you you just don't go to city events where everyone's that happy. And in the the one I went to, the graduation, which was uh, a few months ago, maybe it was the summer, uh, each of the family members like spoke in a different language um, and welcomed everyone. Yeah. It was amazing because and it just it really brings back b- brings together uh, everyone from different communities. Yeah, so backgrounds. that's tonight. Um, if you don't know about Baby, you should definitely check them out online, especially if you know somebody who's expecting or or looking to start a family. It's a great program, um, and I'm really I'm just so glad that we have it. Yeah, and it's at City Hall tonight, 6 to 8. 6 to 8. All right, people. So we are counting down 11 and a half days. Um, <sighs> yeah. We, uh, we need your thoughts with we us. Need, we need your thoughts with us, your thoughts and your love and yeah, hugs. all your good vibes as we try to um, – I just remember last time <laughs> at this time just being like, I don't think I can do this anymore. So if people saw the text between us, <laughs> don't because like it's so sad. It's just like it's like I don't know if I'm gonna be able to make. <laughs> I can't get out of bed. <laughs> back and forth, back and We're forth. We're like I have a crippling anxiety right now. I don't know what to do about it. It's like usually at like 11 p.m. and I know. <laughs> like last night I texted you I and I I like I I was in my car and I just. <laughs> I was in the dark, and I just couldn't get out of it. I was just so anxious. I think that <laughs> it's like you're anxious and tired. It's yes. such a bad combination because you're like paralyzed. I was like, I need to go up three flights of stairs yeah, now. Can't do it. Can't. can't do it. I know. This morning, I was like, I gotta walk to work, but my feet won't. Like nothing's working. <laughs> so tired. So anyway, we can do it. We, we got We're this. So close. We're so close. We're so yeah. close. Um, but definitely, if you guys have thoughts good groovy vibes definitely send them to us if you have uh anything you want us to think about or talk about on our next podcast next week it's uh tweet at us you know (laughs) assemble said i love twitter but she's a lurker (laughs) she's a lurker i like stuff yeah (laughs) she's like i like stuff (laughs) just don't tweet anything it's safer that way then you don't get in trouble right kind of got in trouble this morning oh you did okay a little um sometimes i just don't have enough coffee yeah. And then, you know, you're like, well, that was a good idea. And then it wasn't. <laughs> it just wasn't. Um, anyways, I'm at A-M-M-A-L-L-O-N. And I'm at 
S-U-M-B-U-L-S-I-D-D. And also, if you want to like, if you want to check out more about us and our platform and why we're running, um, my website is um, alanamallon.org. And mine is votesumble.com. Yeah. So check us out. Let us let your friends know. Um, tell people about this podcast. Spread the word. Spread the word. Uh, November 5th is the big day, people. But we will see you next week. We hope you have a great weekend. Enjoy this beautiful fall weather. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.